When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. You're going to confuse people about which podcast that they're listening to. <laughs> but Jimmy, it's Valentine's Day. It's that special day of the year. And yeah. that's that's more goes with Valentine's Day? Yeah, it's amore. It's love. <laughs> it's the whole point of the day. It's for love. No, I got that. Yeah. And you're Italian. You're my big pizza pie. Does that make me your moon? Wait. I I thought it, I always thought it was piece of pie. Oh, is it? When, no, it's not. It's pizza pie. When I was growing up, I used to think it was piece of pie. Do you even like pie? No. Why don't you like pie? I don't like any sweets. I don't like fruit. You eat brownies like it's there's no tomorrow. That's a sweet. Yeah, that's like the one that I eat. And that's chocolate it? Ch- that and chocolate chip cookies. And that's, that's it. I'll eat a chocolate cake every now and then. You need more variety in your life. Novelty is wasted on people who actually think it's helpful. If I know what I like to eat, I might as well just eat what I like to eat. So a bag of pepperoni a day if you had the choice? No, pepperoni gets boring. Hey, it's Boomer Sison. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Nobody can see that, but we we normally have a movie on in the background, and today we chose the game plan. By the way, what's the podcast called? And who are you? Who are you? You've said my name already. You outed me. Well, what's your name? Jimmy. Oh, I'm Bree. Okay. Hi, Jimmy. What podcast is this? Give her there. Give me a good old handshake. Yeah. Why are you making fun of my hand? You have No, like you have a girl's handshake. I'm a female. I know. I'm just not used to it. How do did anybody teach you how to shake hands? Or like what's oh your Oh my I'm not even trying. Give me your no, hand. No no, 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 give me that hand. Switch hands and give me that one. Why? I don't shake hands with my left Oh hand. yeah, wait, give me this. <laughs> if people could see us right now, it would be absolute comedy. <laughs> no, I, <can't>. <laughs> I have two hands. Yep. Mike's in the left hand. I'm shaking your hand with my right. <laughs> okay, give me your hand. Yeah. See, nice and firm, right? What's, what's the point? Like, what's the point of emphasis? Did anybody ever teach you like how to get a good handshake going, or is that? I know I got taught how to do that because I was I was a boy, but. Do you think I have to handshake everyone in my profession? Not anymore. Probably fist bump, right? Yeah, totally. Bang. Bang. What's up? I'm your. Builder contact, hi. Yeah, you ever blow it up? I do with you, and you make fun of me. Yeah, I mean with your other pe- with the people that you're talking to. No. Anyway. This is the Are We All, Are we all Right podcast. We still haven't got to that yet. Are we all right? Yeah. Yeah, we're fine. Oh, okay. We're Gucci. So, uh, are you going to die now that the Super Bowl is only a couple days away? Uh, it's getting to the point where I'm going to be, like, I'm puckering a little bit, yeah. You. It's starting to, it's like, it's collapsing in on itself almost. You know, like how a star dies and it just collapses in on itself. Why is it every episode we somehow talk about either poop or buttholes? Did we talk about buttholes last week? No, but we talked about poop. <laughs> Both episodes, it somehow happened to make its way into the podcast. You revert to what you know. That's, that's all I got to say. So it's A-W-A-R sink, with a side of poop? You sink to the level of your training. Don't you think poop is funny? Or like farting is funny? Farting, maybe not poop. Unless there's a lot of noise in the bathroom and I start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> or it like really smells and you're like, do I, should I call an ambulance for you or an, a, a priest or? Oh, I, 
it would be interesting. I'd like to be. I'd like to have the ability to like observe a woman's restroom for a day, because knowing there's a lot of farting in there. I'm sure because you guys like don't. literally the second we sit down, yeah. I can guarantee you if I'm in a public bathroom, like especially I have to stop at like my favorite spots to go is a Target because I like the Target bathrooms. But around my sites, depending on which site I'm it's at, a four hundred dollar poop by the way. Well, depending at what job site I'm at, the closest bathrooms to me are either a Target or a King Supers, and I know where the bathrooms are, and then they see me every single day. They probably know who I am by now, and, like, literally the second a girl comes in, sits down, you are, like, it's at least a, like, an 80-20 chance that you're going to hear a fart the second they sit down. That's why you guys should fart in public more often. We should normalize girl farts. Because what if it's loud? What if it smells? Uh, these are all questions that I've asked myself, but only in certain situations. But I'm alone, so if I was with you, I'd blame it on you. <laughs> there was or the uh, dogs. You always blame the dogs. No, first of all, you can tell the difference between mine and Boomer's because Boomer smells like somebody just died. Boomer smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. So you know when it's Boomer and when it's me, and you know when it's me because I laugh every time. <laughs> yeah. Every single time we're on the couch, I laugh immediately after. They're not all that subtle either. Sometimes I don't la- <laughs> I don't try anymore because you told me to do it around you, and now that I do it, you can't give me shit for it. No, I know. I'm just saying that that's not the only way I know that you farted sometimes. Why? <laughs> Never mind. Why? Because the acoustics. Like, I heard the fart. I don't need you get... It's not like I heard the fart and you and I are the only ones sitting around. There's like, a lot of cheek, dude. What do you did. want me to do with it? Who, far- who made that fart noise next to me? Oh, and they put in a smell. You know, this is Valentine's oh, wait, Bree's, Day, right? Who's giggling? It's, it's got to be her. That's her giveaway. It's not the fart smell. Stop. I don't want to talk about poop on Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, tell people where. Pe- uh, well, let's tell people where they can find us at AWARPod on social media. Um, and we're now officially on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Um, oh, yeah, and we have an email address. What's the email address? Um, Arewealrightpod at gmail.com. You asked me, and then you answered. I know. I did. I thought that you were drawing a blank. Oh. Because I'm normally the one that runs the, the Gmail. I do the technical. Why are you talking so quiet? You're, like, nice and... This is calm, Jimmy. Yeah. Usually you're, like... Revved up, ready to go, Jimmy. Well, it's been a long week. I will say that it has been a long week at work. Uh, a lot of other stuff going on. Can we not, please? Thanks, guys. Let's keep the peanut gallery noise to a minimum. They're excited to hear more poop talk. Apparently. Uh, no, I think. It, it's been a rough week. That's all I'm going to say. It's been busy. Uh, and there's just like four fires going on at once during my work days now. And then yesterday was a lot of uh, driving around, meeting with different people, interviewing for different things. Uh, so I'm, I'm just kind of here to chill, here to relax, make people laugh. It's kind of my forte. Um, be be the handsome, handsome member of the podcast. You're... You're the woman, so you can't be handsome. There's a lot going on. That's you got to match my energy today. I'm matching it. I'm good. Go on. Go off, queen. Okay, anyway. So, my dog is just walking away. He's had enough. Yeah. 
I, I normally that's if you he ever no wanted more. if you ever wanted an example of how I would get reactions to like pickup lines in other places. Zach just yeah okay and walking away it was kind of. I don't think your pickup lines ever worked on me. I never used a pickup line on you. You used a pickup line on me, and then and it totally worked. Mm-hmm. You chased after me for a month, so I I think it worked. Chased after you. Yeah. Did not chase after. Yeah, you me. did. No, what we talked about this on episode one. You just kept dangling the carrot. It's not like I chased you, and then you said no, and then I showed up when you didn't want me to. Every time that I interacted with you after the initial time, it was you interacting with me first. Right? It's totally chasing. Okay. So anyway, Valentine's Day is on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you get me? I'm not telling you. So, well, like I did tell you, though, half your present didn't come in on time. So you're going to get it after Valentine's Day, which you know me. I didn't have your whole gift, so I had to get you something else. He's giving me a disappointing look. He doesn't like when I spend money. But, but listen, listen. I'm listening. One of them you have to get early because it's for the Super Bowl. So you're probably going to end up opening it tomorrow. Okay. It's really cool. You'll like it. I can't tell the podcast because you're right here. So. Right. We'll make sure that we post whatever the gift is on our social media after I open it. How about that? Okay. That way people can know what it is. All right. What do you want to talk about Valentine's Day? Um. You know what I was thinking about today? I really miss like being in school, especially like middle school and elementary school when it was Valentine's Day and you all sit at your desks and you go around and you have your little Valentine's card for the class, just like a generalized little card. And then you have to give candy to everyone. Yeah. And like the whole class is has to participate. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do that for adults? Okay. <laughs> I want to bring back Valentine's Day before adults. I want my whole entire team on in my region of Castle Rock and whatever. There's like 20 of us. Mm-hmm. I want us all to go sit in the freaking office building <laughs> in a circle and pass around candy and treats. Did you try and like, because they would always come with a theme. Did you try and figure out whose were, did you sign yours personally or did you... Just leave them vague. Um, I think my mom always had me sign mine. Well, that's because your mom is, is a thoughtful person. Sometimes you would get the ones and you would not know who it was from. Just a blank card? Yeah. So I like the ones that had like the... Sorry. I like the ones that had like the little um, slide in to put a, uh, a sucker in it. Yeah. I kept wanting to say sticker, but you can't, you can't eat a sticker. You can't eat a sticker, no. Well, you could, but... And people in elementary school probably did eat stickers, uh, especially in Pueblo. Um, <clears throat> Stop. Uh, no, if you had a crush or something in the class and you know that they would sign their Valentine, you kind of had to f- do some re- reconnaissance and figure out what theme their Valentines were to make sure. What that does you reconnaissance got. mean? <laughs> You've used two fancy words today that I do not know what they mean. What was the other one? Reconnaissance is gathering intelligence in like a military setting. Should I go through our text messages? Uh, you sent me a really fancy word and I did not know what that means. Gonna be a while because we text a lot. No, reconnaissance is like like when people are sent in military missions, they are sent to go for reconnaissance. At least that's how I understand it. I might be totally wrong. I thought, anyway. it, I thought it started with an R. The other word. I have no clue. Oh. Every now and... Well, 
every now and then uh, your face just pop up on your phone you're like oh every now and then i throw out some big words i forget that i was a jock and experienced cte playing football for 23 years um is it more of being a jock or more of you just being a communications major i knew all these i don't know really what it was Hi, I'm in construction. I don't know crap about math, and I suck at English. <laughs> Hire me now. <laughs> measure your fucking two boy for though. Well, I guess. Um, it's I started reading really young, and I had a higher comprehension level. So then I ended up learning a lot of big words because I was reading bigger books. And sometimes I know what they mean. Other times I have no clue. But you know, that's that's the way that it goes. That's that's why. If you're going to have a baby, you should probably get a puppy first. It's not the same thing, but having... Your dog to... is. Well, I didn't, I didn't get the liberty of adopting an old man. Well, hey. He was 21 hey. when you adopted him. <laughs> Can't control his bladder. He's anxious all the time. He hates when people come over. <laughs> he's moody. Yeah, he's moody as shit. He's like a, a frat boy that's coming to his last semester of college. And he's just pissed because he doesn't want to leave. He has no idea what's going on, so he's acting out. He's trying to flunk a class so that he has to purposely stay back a year. Like, you've seen Pitch Perfect. I purposely failed Russian Lit three times so I can con- continue to compete with you guys. That's kind of where Zach is at this point, I think. Yeah, I made Boomer lay on the bed so Zach can have his dog bed back, and he's just sitting there staring at it. It's like, no, he already laid in it. Yeah. I don't want to touch that thing. I don't know what's going on. Boomer today has not had a very good day. I, I will put it's that okay, out It's okay, Boomer. He, uh... Are you sad because you don't have a Valentine's? He... Well, it's not true. He does have a Valentine's. You don't count. Right, well, how do I not count? Because you're the parent. So... I'll be your Valentine's, Boomer. Did your mom ever give you Valentine's? Um... I don't remember. That'd be a good question for her. But I do know that I am 22 years old, and she still makes us an Easter basket every year. Even yeah. now that we're moved out, she just changed the things that's in the Easter basket to more of, like, adult things. Like, she'll get us, like... Schnapps. No! Like, <laughs> no! Like, makeup wipes or, like, nail polish stuff or, like, such like necessity a, stuff. She's such a girl. Makeup wipes are a necessity? Jimmy, I use one every night. Okay. I you know, know how many I go through every day? Do you have a bedtime routine? Or every month? Yeah, I do. Oh. So... What is that like? I come home, and the very first thing I have to do is take off my eyelashes, and then I get my makeup wipe, take off all my makeup, and then I wash my face, and then I have to moisturize, and then I have to take Zach out, and then I brush my teeth, put my retainer in, take out my contacts, uh, set my alarm, lay down, turn off the light from my phone, and watch a couple TikToks and go to bed. I get in my underwear and I fall asleep. It's pretty much how that Sounds happens. good. <laughs> yeah. I don't have I don't have a nightly routine. It's interesting to me. This is part of the reason why we wanted to start the podcast because you very much have We're a different, different brain people. and have a different way about going about things. Just different imagine if we could things. watch each other every day. I think you'd be pissed. I don't think that you would enjoy No, it. I would yeah, <laughs> I, I would hate everything you, would be, you do. You would be so stressed. All the time. And I would just be sitting there happy. I didn't. <laughs> I don't even know if I sent you uh, the TikTok, but it was Bill Burr. And he was he was on Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon asked him how many football games he watches a week. And Bill Burr is 
more psychotic than I am. I try and watch all the games all at once. Bill Burr tapes two games on Sunday. He watches two other games. He watches the Sunday night football game, watches the Monday night football game. On Tuesday, he watches one of the games from Sunday that he recorded. Wednesday, he watches the other one. Thursday is Thursday night football. And then Friday is like high school football or something. And he's like, I can just sit there and turn my brain off and enjoy watching football. He's like, you're, and then Jimmy Fallon goes, does your wife do that? He's like, no, because she's smarter than I am and she has all this other shit going on. She just can't sit there and, and like just enjoy the simple simplicity of somebody playing on a football field because there's too many. It's like a chameleon that can look at too many different things at once. You're always multitasking. There's always something going on. That's not just you. It's well, it makes it worse with ADHD, though. Yeah. It's, like, impossible for me to not think. I would like to know the percentage of actual women that have ADHD. Like, adult women. I don't know. Let me Google it. Because I do know from my uh, sociology and psychology classes. And hold on, hold on. Pretty much being in those of places. women have ADHD. I am Googling it, listeners. Oh, God, it didn't work. <laughs> Just Googled what percent. Hold on. Yeah. You, you talk. I That's what I... So... In those classes, we were taught that ADHD is either misdiagnosed or never diagnosed in females. So, Just 4.9% of women will be diagnosed. The average age of ADHD diagnosis is 7 years old. Wow, I'm behind. On the, um. Did you ever get diagnosed for real? No, but it's pretty obvious when you I know that, can never I'm... control your brain. And you just know. I know. I'm not saying that. I'm not say I'm not denying that you have it. I was just asking if you had the formal um what is that called? But that just that just says that's how many women are diagnosed though. No, that's what It doesn't say That's what I'm saying. I also think that it might be a little bit strange. This says 6.4 million children have it. Yeah. I I'd find it also strange too. ADHD is different in boys than it is girls. Yeah, and, they are. Well, a lot of things are because our I'm brains work differently. I'm sure that whatever we consider ADHD for a boy would be like a lot different, more normal for a girl. Because when boys have ADHD, or at least not boys, I guess I'll use male because I don't want to say men either. But when males have ADHD, from the people that I've known with it and the people that I've talked to about it, it is very much can't shut anything off. I'm going a million miles a minute and. I have no direction as to what's going to be going on. And I feel like that is a lot of what uh, women do in general, women and girls do in general, because I can't remember the last time, like, guys will play cops and robbers. And what do girls play? House. Cops and robbers is very defined as to what the... I'll arrest you. No, I know. But I'm saying cops and robbers are very defined as to what's going on, who is who, and what's going where. When you play house, okay, I'm going to be the mommy, and you're going to be the daddy, and we're going to have that daughter and that daughter. But she's adopted, and she she's a little iffy about some things. She's allergic to pineapples. It's It's generalistic, but I feel like it has some merit to it. I don't know. We're not talking about Valentine's Day anymore. No, we so. went from poop to ADHD to dogs. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> do you have a favorite Valentine's Day? Do you have one that like sticks out? No, I actually wrote in my notes that you're the first boyfriend that I'll have that I'm actually going to like spend the day with. Mm -hmm. That I don't have to like 
beg them to get me something. Yeah. I did ask you, but I kind of assumed you were going to get me something anyway. Yeah. Because I made it very clear that I was going to get you gifts. You also know who my mother is, by the way. Shout out Stacy, because I know that she's listening. You think that my mother would let me have a girlfriend and not get her something for Valentine's Day? So if I said absolutely nothing in the first place, you would have gotten me something? Oh, yeah, I would have. Aww. You would have been getting a present because that's just the right thing to do. See, what the heck? Where have you been my whole life? You waited 22 years? That's good. You were dating that's in rude the wrong, of you. You were dating in the wrong pools, girl. That's all I, I can tell you. I was in a different you. town. That, you're two years behind me. Hey, um, maybe you should have been born later. I don't know what to tell you. Should have been born later. Yeah, I should have been born sooner. Mom, if you're finally listening now that we're on Apple Podcasts, why'd you wait so long? Why'd you wait four years? I can tell you most of my family is made around a football season. Um, Wow. Besides Dom. Dom. Dom's a little. Dom throws off the curve. Dom's your outlier. We should talk about this in next week's podcast when we're talking about who we are and family roles and all that. Okay. Because that's kind of bleeding into what I want to talk about next week. Well, for me, Valentine's Day mainly sticks out. Because that's the day that girls, especially if you're like in a high school or middle school relationship, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Valentine's Day is the perfect day to dump somebody. Are you, oh, are you saying something? No, 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 no. Not saying I'm going to dump you. I'm telling you that on like three to four Valentine's Days that I've experienced in my life. You got broken up with? <laughs> yes. Have you ever been the dumper and not the dumpy? Yeah, not often. I am usually... Well, I think it's half and half because I am very bad at running away from my problems. Not that I want to put myself on blast right now, but it's a half and half getting myself into bad situations and having to leave. Mm -hmm. And then me just staying so long that I wait for them to leave. Well, this yeah. is getting dark, but that's usually what it is. So well, no. I haven't had favorable relationships. They've been pretty abusive. So I usually stick in them for so long because I'm either too afraid to leave and I wait for them to leave or until I die or something. <laughs> Not literally. I'm just saying, you know, till I take my last breath because I, I don't know what to do. So I don't know where to go from there. I don't want to start over. I don't think that there's anything wrong with breaking up with people. It's on Valentine's Day, yeah, that's a problem. Not as bad as the girl who, so freshman year of high school, <clears throat> I asked this girl to be my girlfriend in a passing period between like fifth and sixth period, let's say. <clears throat> one month. Is this based on a true story? It is. It's just 110% a true story. <laughs> oh, okay. One continue. month later, at that same passing period... <laughs> As I'm walking her to her class and she stops at the door to go into class, she turns around and says, hey, we're probably just better friends. <laughs> I was like, were you like timing this? Did you have an alarm set or something? I guess. Okay. But that was the worst one. But yeah, I mean, text it was only freshman year. Oh, text breakups? Text message breakups? That's even more messed up. On Valentine's Day. I'm sorry. After I'd already bought a stuffed teddy bear. Aww. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pobrecito. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. No. That's what I'm saying. Valentine's Day sucks. I don't think I've gotten like a legit present. 
because like I said, I've always been the one to be like, look, I got you this stuff. But I do that all throughout the year because that's one of my love languages. I just like to buy gifts. I see something that reminds me of you and then I have to buy it and I just like slam it at your face and I'm like, look what I got you. The seashell reminded me of you, so I bought you 20. Here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just how I am. I just like to buy you things because that's how I show my love. But anyway, yeah, I don't really think I've had like a particularly great Valentine's Day. And I learned a lesson from your mother that I feel like one single day out of the year shouldn't define a relationship. And I am definitely learning that because... If you are listening, just know that that stuck with me and I'm very happy that you had that talk with me because she taught me a lesson that a man should be good to you every day out of the year, not just one day out of the year. So if you have an anniversary and they forget it or they didn't necessarily put in as much effort as you thought they would, but they're good to you every single other day, that's what's more important. Mm -hmm. So... I truthfully don't care if you get me a gift. It's more that you acknowledge what the day is and you spend time with me. I wouldn't be upset if you didn't get me anything. My gift is quality time. I'm kidding. You know, Jimmy. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) But that was the important lesson that that I took from her was that I have to remember you're good to me every single day out of the year. So if one specific day doesn't go how I planned, it can't ruin the rest of my life. Yeah, that's something she taught all of us growing up, and then it's not a, I will say that it's not an end-all, be-all type thing, to where there isn't certain things that can happen, and you there are no coming back from them, but when you think about it in the way that she was explaining, and it, if you truly do have a relationship, a relationship where somebody is very good all of the time, but not in the times where culturally, because like Valentine's Day doesn't mean anything historically. There's no rhyme or reason to why Valentine's Day falls on the day that it does, except for the fact that Hallmark normally produces their Valentine's Day cards around February 14th. I think the only days I would genuinely be upset if you didn't say or do anything, especially if I asked for it, are my birthday and Christmas. Those are like the only two days that like your effort actually matters to me. Well, yeah, you can't, and I don't you can't mean... change your birthday. They did change the date of Christmas, but... <laughs> well, I'm not saying, like, in your gifts. I'm more of talking about, like... Acknowledging the, what it is. Yeah, the effort into the day. I don't really care about material things, and, you know, I hate receiving gifts. I'm not really a good gift person. Did you at least like the gifts that I got you for Christmas? Yeah. I mean... I don't want to I don't want to shit on your gift, but I will say the keychain that you got me is very big. Yeah. So now I can't fit it into my jeans easily anymore cuz I have two keys. I have my truck key, I have my normal car key. I now have your keychain. No, no. The keychain rough on me too. So that is my only complaint, but I do love looking at it and I do cuz we have a plaque of that too. Mm-hmm. I really like those little things where it looks like the Spotify covers. So I love the gift, so that's my only complaint about it, but that doesn't mean I hate it. I do love it. I do like the gifts you got me. You did good. Yes. Yes. It was worth it. But anyway, so I want to get back into uh, into our planned topics now, halfway into our podcast. 
Um, I want to ask you. Wow, I'm lost. Hold on. So we had a soulmates episode. Mm-hmm. Episode one that you guys can go back and listen to. Do you believe in love at first sight? <clears throat> I don't know. That's tricky. I believe that... My girl brain is telling me you didn't love me at first sight. How dare you? I believe that you can have feelings. You can maybe be infatuated at first sight. That was literally my exact notes on it, were that there's a difference between lust and love. So to say that love at first sight exists, I don't think is entirely true. I think you could be naturally like gravitated towards someone you can think somebody's hot and that's yeah that's that's what you're talking about with lust i think infatuation to me would be wow i would i would like to get to know that person not even necessarily sleep with that person yeah but we both talked about when we were initially discussing going on a date that i don't care like looks are not something that i actually go out and and look for i don't look for a specific way that somebody looks i don't have a body type i don't have a type of you know that's not important to me so love at first sight maybe it's me just conflating the two but almost i feel like i don't really critical yeah i don't i wouldn't say it exists i think love is something that you both have to I mean, I know love comes naturally, but there's at least a small factor of it where you have to marinate with each other to grow that love. I mean, it's natural and it's grown. There's two parts of love. Love isn't just like a a black and white concept of, nope, I just love this person. You can hate people you love too. And you can In just see moments. someone and just hate them. Yeah. <laughs> That's off topic. Sorry. Anyway. Matthew Stafford. It's only because you're quarterbacking against the Bengals. Don't this get weekend. in. No, don't get into football right now. Anyway, I think the general consensus is that love at first sight doesn't really exist, right? Yeah. It's more of just a concept. So now I want to ask you, when did you know you first loved me? Well, I was definitely. Ladies, if you're listening, get the popcorn ready. I was definitely interested from the start. Even though I never texted back. Continue. Well, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I was interested from the start if I'm you never such a texted jerk. back. Um, it so wasn't was... intentional. I think, didn't we talk about this? Yeah. The, okay, good. So, I made my my defense. Yeah, you stated your case. Whether okay, or not cool. people are on your side, you stated your case. All right. Um, continue. I was interested from the start. I enjoyed talking to you we seem to have a lot of similar interests similar sensibilities um and for some reason i've never really had a relationship or at least a good relationship with somebody who's very similar to me i've never like athletes that i've dated in the past or people who come from a similar family structure that i do it's never been something that I've been interested in so the more that I got to know about you and learn about your situation then my interest turned into more of a let's make sure that this person wants to fucking talk to me let's make sure that she'll respond to me because I've I've gotten to the point where 
She's smart. She's nice. She's funny. I think she's beautiful. All that stuff was there. So when all that stuff was there and then you finally did start responding to me and you finally started showing me some interest back, that was when I would say the feelings went from I would like to be around this person to I, I would really love this person. I would like to date this person a lot. I feel like this is off topic, but um, I think that's also one of our biggest struggles that we've been working on is that because we are so similar that we butt heads a lot because you're stubborn. I am insanely stubborn. I would say I'm more stubborn than you are. What? <laughs> you're going to fight with me <laughs> about who's more stubborn? You're going to be that <laughs> Okay, I'm so Jimmy's just, more stubborn. I'm just saying, there's been a lot of situations to where I did not back down. and I'm saying that because we're so similar, that's why we butt heads all the time. Yeah. And it's also us being similar and then us also not being similar at all are the reasons we butt heads. Yeah, we're, you're, we're either like the exact same person on the exact same page, like finish each other's sentences, or we're like polar opposites and we're like, what the hell? Well, stuff stuff matters to you that doesn't really matter to me and the same thing goes for me to you. And part of what a relationship would be then is to somehow meld the two together. Yeah, I think it I makes can... it interesting and it would make it for a complex relationship, which is good. I don't want a cookie cutter I don't want just a yes man. I want people get bored a lot, and I yeah. think that's what ends up being the. I'm not saying I like arguing because we don't live to argue with each other, but it's more like it's nice to have bickering turn healthy because I feel like you know when a relationship is succeeding when bickering is letting you grow instead of holding you back. Does any of that make sense? I'm like thinking about a specific thing in my head and it's not, I can't translate it into words. Yeah. I mean. Like when we bicker about something, it turns into a healthy relationship. I mean, a healthy conversation. It's like a good stepping stone instead of something that's going to tear us apart. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've been having way more. Okay, great. We discussed it. We got through a conversation Sometimes now let's just, move on and grow. Sometimes people just want to be able to be mad for a little bit. And once they are mad, like, you know, my mom and I yell. As soon as we yell, as soon as I get to yell and, like, get all of it out, and I kind of calm I calm myself back down. I'm able to do that. I've been in relationships <laughs> where I could have looked at, looked at the person and said, hey, this guy's orange. And they would have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely orange. It's definitely orange. It's like, no, it's, it's blue. Just because I tell you something does not mean that it has to be. Not, it's not you. That's what I'm telling you. We don't have that kind of relationship. You sometimes take me a little bit more seriously than I would like, but it's never, I can't tell you something that's completely wrong. I can't lie to your face and tell you. This person that I was with, I could have looked at her and said, "You're Asian," and she would have started. She would have started speaking with an Asian accent. Okay. Like, have you seen? You probably have not seen Coming to America, classic American cinema. Oh my we god! We gotta watch it. It's Eddie Murphy. You you like Eddie Murphy? Uh, I liked He's him in Haunted Donkey. Mansion. Yeah. Okay. So it's Eddie Murphy, and <laughs> quit hitting my leg. It's Eddie Murphy, 
and he's a prince in Africa and he's going to be married off to a princess of a, of a different country. And the whole point is that he doesn't, he's able to take her into the back room. And since he's the prince, goes bark like a dog. She goes, arf, arf, a big dog. Woof, woof. Hop on one leg. And she starts hopping on a leg and she won't do anything unless he says to. So I, I know that I didn't want I don't that. think I'm that bad. <laughs> no, you're not. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. I haven't been talking about you this whole time. I know. <laughs> you kept giving me the look like you, like I was. I'm just looking at you. It's my face. Okay. Okay. But yes. I don't think I'm that girl. No, you're not. Who's that girl? Was it, was her name Jess? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Similar, but no. So anyway, you love me. Great. Very well. I knew. <laughs> Do you want to know my answer? Should we yes. move on? Yes, I want to know your answer. Um, Because this will be interesting. Why? Because you didn't talk to me for a month. Everyone can go listen to episode one and know why I didn't talk to you for a month. Okay. When, I tried my best. When did you fall in love with me that night? Um, I opened my door and you told me you were here. I looked outside. I was making you dinner, which you didn't tell me you don't like vegetables because I struggled making that asparagus because I love asparagus, which you did not eat. You attempted to eat one and you didn't have the heart to tell me you don't like vegetables. And I found that out like maybe a month later when you said, that was that day. No. (laughs) Did you just not think I ate? It's like, God damn, he's fat for not eating. (laughs) Jeez. No, I made him. What did I make you? I made you like a pork roast. Yeah, and it was uh, tender, pork roast tenderloin. Potatoes? Yeah, tenderloin, potato wedges, and asparagus. Did you like it? I liked the tenderloin. I've always liked tenderloin. Oh, cool. I liked the potatoes. I didn't like the asparagus. Shut up. Anyway, so you live and you learn. I made him food. I told him I would make him dinner for our first date. I wanted to impress him. I wanted to have it be really special. And I came from Ashley's house where we cooked every single day. And in Fort Collins, when I lived with Julie, I cooked every single day. So I was used to cooking. So I was like, yeah, I'll just cook for this man. It'll be a really nice date. And I kind of don't like going out to places on first dates because I feel, in my experience, I feel like going out somewhere, like a restaurant, is too... Like, I feel like I can't make a quality connection that way. If I'm going to make, like, my perfect first date would be either just spending time with that person or doing something that's like an activity, like going to the park and talking or doing something where you can actually talk the whole time. I feel like dinner is more of, like, it's too easy. Like, it's an easy escape. If I don't want to talk, I'm just going to eat. Or I'm just going to be like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm going to go home. I want something where... Have you ever done the fake emergency call? Actually, yeah. I've had friends on speed dial. I'm like, oh my God, my friend, I have to go. How bad was the date? Well, that was when I was still trying to use Tinder to find relationships until I moved over to Bumble. So I was pleasantly surprised with you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But anyway. Was it anything specific or was it just? What, about you? Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Oh. So I made you dinner. Mm. I'm just setting the scene for everyone listening. So I opened my door. You said you were here. You were at the completely wrong door. You didn't tell <laughs> in me the which back. Door. You were at the wrong door. You drove me out to the ghetto in Littleton. Ah, 
I'm kidding. Stop. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I open the door. You're standing like across the building. Excuse me. And it's starting to rain. It was raining. You were wearing this insanely bright pink shirt. Yep. It was very pink. Mm-hmm. It showed off my arms. Okay. Oh, I have. That's my first date shirt. To every first date? I just got it over the summer. So that was our first date shirt. It was very pink. Yeah. But. got to make a statement. It it was a statement. I had another shirt on all day that day that I wanted to wear. It was a light blue. I don't even know if I've worn it. Aw, you would look good in light blue. It was light blue, but I wore it all day at work. And I got up to go leave. Mm-hmm. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, ah. Oh, pitted this shirt out so hard why <laughs> i sweat like my armpits as i sit during the oh, day i thought you're gonna say because you were nervous it was just because you were hot my body just like my armpits sweat i don't know i can't i don't know what to tell you and yeah this shirt was soaked so i had Fun. to switch i had to switch into the pink flamingos oh well it made me remember that moment mm-hmm. but you came and walked up to the right door you came over. I like swung that thing open. I was all sweaty from cooking because it's hey. July. Hey. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, just, I was going to say I didn't say it like that. And then hey. I just did it again. <laughs> I did Come not. I, did, <laughs> I didn't scream. <laughs> I didn't scream. Wrong door, dumbass. <laughs> did you feel dumb after that? No. Oh, good. I wish you would have <laughs> told me what door it was. Well, anyway, so you came up to the door and you kind of just looked at me for a second and you didn't give me a full hug, but you put your arms on me and you kissed me literally on the doorstep in the rain, like a freaking movie, like a Hallmark movie. You kissed me in the rain. And that was our first kiss. And it was the first time that I've seen you after talking for, didn't we technically talk for like two months? Cause it was a month of me ignoring you. And then it wasn't a whole month before we <laughs> met in person. Yeah, but it was like two weeks of me living here before I finally agreed to meet you. So it was like a month and a half. Yeah, but we were already planning something before. Like we were planning on meeting up before um, that happened. Like we were, we already had the. Well, idea anyway, it was just me waiting, and it was like the anticipation, and then just the moment I got kissed in the rain, Jimmy. Okay, it's like almost every girl's dream <laughs> to get kissed in the rain. Mm-hmm. It was very sweet. I'm glad you. I'm glad it was memorable. Well, then that kind of segues into my next thing is like, um, that's kind of how I knew you were the one because I, like, in that moment, I like looked in your eyes, and I just like saw my whole future with you in that moment, and I feel like you always think you might be in love with someone. But then you, like, have that feeling. You're like, fuck everything I thought I knew. That is that feeling. And that's when they say, like, you know when you know. Mm. And I felt like I've never felt something like that before. And that's how I knew. That's good. So. I'm glad that I was able to pull that off. Because that was, I had a lot of bold strategies happening that night. The pink shirt, kissing you. Not uh, eating my asparagus. <laughs> Saving jokes on you. I love asparagus. Yeah, I hate it all. I you ate a whole bundle of asparagus by myself. You didn't even have a dog that I could have given it to at that point. You didn't oh yeah, yet. I didn't have Zach, and Zach does like asparagus. It is tested. He eats my asparagus. I thought he like puts it in his mouth and puts it on the floor. 
No, that was the carrot. Because he was he he got sad because I wouldn't give him a freaking carrot. So then I finally gave one to him, and he like put it in his mouth, spit it out on the bed, and then I told him, "Well, then go away instead of staring at me." So he laid on his bed and then just looked at me all depressed because I wouldn't give him carrots. I'm like, "What is your problem?" He's like, "I just want to be included." See, we're the same person sometimes. Anyway, (laughs) so my next question for you is, "What's your favorite memory of us?" I'll let you go first because I want to have some. I want some time to. The think. pool in Vegas. Okay. Without what, a doubt. What about it? Um, so we went to Vegas for Jimmy's um kids football championship thing. There were. Did we talk about this too? Mm-hmm. Didn't we? Yeah. Okay. If you listen to the other two episodes, you know uh, Jimmy and I went to Vegas together. It was our. Apparently, it was Jimmy's first vacation alone with a girlfriend. So I didn't. I did not know that. When yeah. he told me that, so that makes so me feel special. So when you showed up and bitched me out for how dirty the room was, that was... It was dirty, dude. So? <laughs> it was pretty gnarly. It's a hotel. You know, people are paid to clean the room. It was pretty gnarly. Anyway, just being in the pool, and then I was already really relaxed, and you made me feel really comfortable because I'm not one to show off my body. And I was in a swimsuit in front of the whole entire team, parents all the coaches they were all sitting there and i felt like i had like a spotlight on me that's just how my anxiety works though when i walk into a room i feel like everyone's looking at me and without sounding like a narcissist it's a negative way because i feel like everyone's just looking at me and analyzing me and am i walking right am i breathing right am i blinking am i walking weird am i that's how i feel Mm -hmm. all the time when i have really bad anxiety anyway so you made me feel really comfortable and we were sitting in the pool hanging out and I was laughing so hard because you look like a goddamn frog sitting in the water because the pool is only like what like four feet high yeah, you so you had to like crouch deep pools in Vegas yeah he like squatted kind of in the pool floating but his arms were between his legs so he looked like a frog I wasn't floating <laughs> I was standing on my feet but yeah I was <laughs> he looked like a little bullfrog mm-hmm. anyway we were sitting there and all of the kids started coming to the pool and he went over there and they were trying to tackle him. So he was wading through children, just throwing children off his back, off his arms, and he's throwing kids left and right. And the kids are screaming. The lifeguards yelled at him once. and The kids were screaming with delight because they were having fun. Yes. Yeah. It was just really nice to watch and they challenged me i don't know if you remember that but you know what they said when they walked over that they were gonna dunk you we gotta baptize you yeah <laughs> i said you could try but i feel like in that moment that was one of the happiest things i have ever seen it was like pure joy on your face and it was like an hour of just like solid bliss for me it was really sweet to see you like that so that's my favorite memory I think mine would be... Is it when I'm farting on the couch? Those are funny. <laughs> I like You and your brother. I don't know why you guys laugh so much at farts. Because I know I can... I laugh because I'm embarrassed at when I do it. That's so why. It's not because I... I think it's funny. It's because I'm so embarrassed. You think what I... when I Well, I think it's funny. I have I IBS. I just... I My stomach says no to everything. I... I have an issue. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I enjoy it. It's fun for me. Uh, Except for when it smells. Mine rarely do, though. 
I feel like it hardly don't make that face. No, they I'm hardly not, ever do. I'm laughing at the one where I like went into the other room <laughs> and you're like, are you farting? I said, yeah. Why do you think I'm all the way over here? You tell me, don't walk in there. Don't walk behind me. And then it follows me anyway. One day we were sitting on the couch literally like a week ago and I had to put the blanket over my legs and I said, oh no, don't, don't lift the blanket up. And you just looked at me and said, oh my God. <laughs> It was it was pretty bad. I'm you sorry. always tell me don't smell anything when I have to like take a deep. No, breath. he full on sniffs like a weirdo. Like I tell him, I'm oh my god, a... don't sniff. I go. No, I'm like taking a deep breath. I go. At the worst times. Sorry, I didn't know that you were farting. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah, you should know. Read uh, my body language, Jimmy. <laughs> What's your favorite moment with I'm me? Trying to get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez, we're not in love anymore. The podcast is over. <laughs> uh, when we went on the walk um, on New Year's Eve, because... <clears throat> what walk did we go on? The six-mile walk. <laughs> oh, that was that morning? Yeah. Really? What? Yeah, remember? I said we should. you should bring Zach over. I'll and I came home guys. and showered. And yeah. I didn't know that was New Year's. That was New Year's because I wanted to... Make sure that Zach got plenty of exercise on New Year's Oh, because he was going to be home all night. Yeah. You're right. So we did that. That was one of my favorites, mainly because it's something that I do enjoy. I love walking with Boomer and in all the different places. I love walking long distances. And I know that you aren't necessarily, like, the biggest fan of all that kind of stuff. Just you don't – you're not a psycho like me. And think, oh, I walked six miles today. I should walk 6.5 tomorrow just because. Well, for me, I walk for work, and I'm climbing up and down stairs every single... I have a very physical job. I'm not so to saying say, anything that you need to defend yourself. No, I know. I'm just saying, for me, walking isn't, like, the most appealing to me when I get off of work, because I'm like, all right, I just worked out all day. Let's do it again. <laughs> but I will say I have been walking Zach now, and... Now, I, I did a bunch of research, and now I'm actually more inclined to walk him because, so when dogs lo walk long distances, it gets their bowels moving faster, and you know he has anxiety. Boomer so, does not go on a walk where he does not poop. That's well, that two-hour walk, it, or the two-mile walk that's an hour long is too much for him, and I have him poop once before we go, and then inevitably... He'll shit himself twice, like mm -hmm. liquid, and I can't pick it up. There's nothing I can do. So when we walked, he did it once on the sidewalk, and I have to literally drag him and tell him, walk it off, dude, walk it off, or he won't stop. He'll just keep trying, and nothing will come out. So he'll do, like, the poop position, but, like, walk that way, okay, like I'm a squat coming. walk. I'm yeah. I'm so I literally have to start dragging. So it, I, it looks like I'm a bitch, but that's the only way I'll get him to stop trying to poop because nothing will come out. Mm -hmm. And then... He'll do it, like, right towards the end of the walk. But anyway, so my point was is that the more you walk them, it gets them more used to it. Because he, I've never seen him liquid poop. He does poop sometimes, uh, but it's never, like... The one weekend, he was fairly sick, and it was hilarious. Because he had so much... I don't know what he got into, but he was... Oh, I think it was... I tried to... Uh, I was giving him half a cup of food each time, mm -hmm. and I was trying to go full cup, and I think I went too fast. Too much. And he exploded. Well, and that's why I've started feeding Zach less, because he was getting sick and kept, like, farting in the room. He would, like, 
gassed my room up and it was bad and now he's doing a lot better that i cut his food in half mm-hmm. but it was he was like we i was taking him out at, at one or two in the morning and you could i could tell by the look on his face like what is going on <laughs> and then when he would go it would be like there was a lot of air behind it it was like there was something that was exploding inside of him did it smell as bad as zach's do no I don't even, cause Zex don't don't smell like poop. I even on a normal day, like. his poops are like they reek. I had to get the Arm and Hammer bags that like hide the odor, yeah. so it doesn't smell as bad. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad you love me. I do. So that was your mo- your favorite memory with me is walking with me. That the fact that you would do something that I enjoy like that, even though I know that you don't do it or don't enjoy it as much as I do, that's what I look for more. That's that's well, what stands out to, to me. I try to sit and like play games with you, and even though I just sit and usually watch you play Madden, I do attempt to play Madden with you. you but I wish off. you weren't such a jerk about it because you you're so competitive to a fault. Because we start having fun and we start playing, we're having a great time. I get a touchdown, you're like, oh hell no! It's it's like something in you, like a switch flips, and then you're like. DEFCON 5, I have to kick this girl's ass right now until she's freaking pummeled into the dirt. So <laughs> you will do anything and everything you can to make sure that I lose. And then it's just not fun anymore because you're just like so focused and determined to kick my ass that I'm just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> but it's at least fun in the beginning. <laughs> it's not just you and it's not just Matt. It's about anything that I can win <laughs> win at. It's... Oh, I got to be. That's how I got through college. If I wasn't that competitive, I would have never played college football. I would have never been able to get my degree. So I won't apologize for it. I'll, I'll apologize for half of it. I won't apologize for all of it. Yeah. Um, you watched my favorite movie. That's that's what we're talking about today too, right? You watched my favorite all-time favorite movie. I did literally just watch Vision Quest before I made you dinner. Good. Was it better without me? Yes. <laughs> Only because I feel like you, when I'm watching something that you care about, you sit there and you like look at me for a second. You're uh-huh. like, is she enjoying it? Do yeah. you hate it? Is it awful? You hate it, don't you? <laughs> no. Oh my God. Let me just watch the movie. You need to love it as much as I do. Well, yes, literally that's how you are. And if I don't like super, I mean, you love analyzing things like film, TV shows, but that's who that you are from school. College, yeah. You like to, you literally like to analyze stuff like that. I don't. I just like to sit there and enjoy the damn thing. I don't like even my favorite movies, like some of my favorite ones, like uh, we watched um, End of Watch. I just enjoy it because it's a damn good movie and I usually cry every time I watch it. Same with Marley and Me. I cry every freaking time. I w- <gasps> We're going to watch it next, Jimmy. <laughs> We're going to watch it next with not, the Mr. Wow guy. Not right, not with the dog. I'm not watching. We're couldn't, watching it. I couldn't watch it before I had a dog. No, we're I watching can't it. I can watch TikToks of people no, with their No, no, no. We're going to watch it. No. Anyway, yes. We're going to watch it for Valentine's Day now. You said I get to pick everything we get to do that day. That's what I chose. He's rolling his eyes, folks. Anyway. But I did, uh, I did enjoy watching it on my own. Not saying that I don't love watching movies with you, but if it's something that you really care about, like example, The Sopranos, you, I feel like you constantly ask me, like too many questions about it. Like, yes, I'm enjoying it, just not to the extent that you are. 
Does that make sense? That doesn't so, mean that I don't like it. It's yeah. just I want to enjoy it in my own way. Same thing with Point Break. So anyway, <laughs> I did watch Vision Quest, and it was very nice to watch it again alone, have no one commentating or anything. So I do have some uh, notes, and one thing that Jimmy and I talked about were I do not understand why these freaking 80 movies cast, like, 30-year-olds as teenagers. Mm-hmm. And so I learned, I thought that she was a teenager this whole time, and I wondered why she wasn't in school. And she goes, when they're sitting at the restaurant, she's like, I'm 21. I've been 21 since I was 14. And I was like, she's 21? Yeah. No wonder she I'm wasn't in school. You. That's what I was telling you. If I was 21 and, like, left my state and just, like, was like, screw it, I'm going to go be an artist in California, my family would kill me. I almost left to Tennessee and my sister told me I was a dumbass. How did nobody, how did we not hear about her family? Like, did nobody care about her just, like, leaving the state? So. Yeah, I think that was the what whole the point heck? of why she was leaving. The 80s are wild. It was. And, by the way, I told you that I would have examples in... Johnny Depp, when he was in Nightmare on Elm Street playing a teenager in the 80s, he was 21 years old. I, I'm i not even saving. I have a, a ringer saved. So you you want to know what my ringer is for this situation? Because okay. I've been thinking about it ever since you said it when we were watching it together. Go ahead. They're too old. They're not high schoolers. Nobody's a high schooler when they play high schoolers in movies. Because, well, listen, for, okay, he can pass as an 18-year-old because when they're all sitting in the bleachers, when he was watching everyone else do their matches you can actually he can blend in pretty well yeah he is he's just really big because he's tall so he looks bigger than everyone but she is noticeably it's like that kid at the tournament in vegas he's like obviously like three years older than everyone else i am 12 yeah like a giant man waiting through all the little kids well that's like how i felt about her and how when i see other actors and actresses like be so much older than what their age is if you do it that way which i'm not saying it's wrong but you need to blend them in better so get older background characters that's all i'm asking for because they blended in well when they were at the bar and when they were at the restaurant like all that stuff when they're i think that they they blended pretty well in the high school too I don't. I think he did. I don't think she did. She was she obviously. She was, it looked like a mom was coming to talk to her son in the locker room. Well, she's. She would have graduated high school three years ago. That's why I'm saying it just. She was. It just looked wrong. Yeah. So, for people who don't know the story of Vision Quest, it's a wrestling, like a folk style wrestling movie, uh, about a kid who turns 18 and he doesn't think that he's done anything. So. He's going to try and complete this pos- impossible task. And along the way, he meets Carla, who is ends up being his uh, love interest throughout the movie, who's from New Jersey. She's traveling. They, they're in Jersey. Spokane. Yeah. She's from Jersey. Jersey. Uh, <laughs> they are in Spokane, Washington, and she is apparently on her way to... Um... They're in Washington? Yeah, Spokane, Washington. No wonder. I was wondering why they chose a freaking Indian as their... Yeah. Mascot. The spo- they were well, in Washington. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I was going to ask you that too, of why they chose that as their logo. Mm-hmm. It's a, again, if you haven't seen the movie, it's just a Native American's head with the wearing Thompson, a headdress. The Thompson High Warriors. Yep. Yeah, and that makes more sense why, since they're in Washington. Yeah, and I've heard. Did they Spok- say that they were in Washington? Yeah, the city of Spokane. 
Oh, I guess I didn't get you that didn't, part. You didn't catch that she well, was 21. Well, listen, you, when we watch movies, too, you get the tiniest of details. And if I don't get it, you're like, are you paying attention? And I'm and yes, I'm paying attention, mister. I understand. But while you're paying attention to details, I'm looking at stuff like, did you notice her shirt was blue in that scene and now it's white? Did you even notice that? And you don't notice things that I notice. Well, I noticed that one because that's also a big part of the movie is that she's she's tough. People uh, were staring s- staring at her chichis, and she no. said, getting a good eye Okay, pool? that was... <laughs> yeah, she wasn't wearing a bra. Classic 80s. But anyway... Well, because she gave I'm Loudon's dad general... her overshirt. No, but Yes, she... because he cut his finger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he punched that guy, and then his fingers are bleeding. Yep. Anyway, that was a more general example that we noticed different details. I noticed really weird random crap, and you noticed, like, other random crap. Anyway, so... um. I think I here's my general statement for the characters. I think he's a freaking moron. Okay. Because I was asking myself this whole entire time, has he ever freaking interacted with a female? And then I answered my own question because he said he was a virgin and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that explains it." He fainted when the girl told him that she loved him. And then here's the notes that I wrote, okay? Has he never had interactions with a female in his life? He met a girl and then wanted to become a gynecologist so he could look inside and see what power they have over him. Are you kidding me? What kind of crap is that? He then he wanted to write an article about the clitoris. He did write an article about the clitoris. He did and then proceeded to get uh, detention and had to clean up trash. I loved your piece on the clitoris. I told I my mother. It, I showed it to my mother. <laughs> no, but then like he smelled her clothes in front of her. And then he admitted to Cooch that he smelled her panties. She woke up, huh? And then he told his teacher after he passed out from the different girl saying that, saying, I love you. He said, I have a constant erection. Priapism. It's a disease. Yeah, I get it, Jimmy. It's just like the whole movie made, I understand he's the protagonist, but it made me hate him because it's like. How stupid and naive do you have to be to act this way, especially in front of her? And here's why I think it's stupid, too. He is the protagonist. He tried to rape her. He literally said, and I had to rewind it and turn it up. I didn't notice this the first time I watched it with you. When he throws her into the bed after she's, like, going off on him, and he throws her into the bed, he says, well, why don't you fuck me? He legit just tried to rape her. I'm sure he probably wouldn't go through with it, but the point, it's the thought that's there is that that was the intent. He thought that they were becoming a thing and she went on a date with his teacher. So yes, it does not look good. It, it kind of, I'm I'm shocked that that was your reaction to Loudon because you want to know why I like Vision Quest as much as I do? Because I see myself in... Oh him. God. Never mind. Yeah, but you're nothing like him. If you yes, think of it, listen. Naturally curious is a jock, but not really. Like, is goofy, but he does what he does, and he does it well. He always is. He's he's never. He's never not learning. That's that's my thing. And he becomes a man through the story. Does he do it in the best ways? But no, there's not a real best way to become a man. In my opinion. So some of the stuff is ridiculous. and I just think the stuff that he went through, it was unnecessary. And it just everyone just kind of skipped over it. Like, he tried to rape her. And then she was just like, yeah, okay, let's go see your grandpa together. Everything's cool. I'm going to come see you wrestle. 
part of being a kid is you could say something real stupid and not get your face ripped off for it. That okay, was okay, but he's also eighteen. Okay. It'd be different if he was like thirteen. Just okay. Oh come on, we're having a debate. You can't get upset. We're that's not fine. A debate. You're that's... telling me that I'm. I told you that's the character that I. Rep- represent the most in myself and i do think you're right i do see that and his I've gone bad through qualities sl- are not you everybody's got bad qualities i don't even think that they were bad qualities he was not going to rape her but i'm saying you see it in not, that way it's not just that though it's also him being stupid with the female gender not everybody's rico suave like me babe <laughs> Are you Rico Suave? I did not used to be. I feel like I can talk to girls a lot better now than I used to be able to. That's that's for damn sure. But I definitely bumbled and stumbled a lot like he was doing. Like the ridiculous uh uh when he remember when she falls asleep when when they're first bringing her back to the house when she's going to stay with them mm-hmm. and he's like telling her, "Yeah, the thing about wrestling is you got to have great kinesthetic awareness," which that's another thing why I, I see myself in him because he throws out big words that are unnecessary. My kinesthetic awareness, I always know where my balance is and she's passed out. I thought that was hilarious. And I, I think if he I wasn't so naive, way. then he would be better to me. Were you not naive as an 18-year-old? Are you not naive well, right Well, I'm now? also a female, but I guess, yes, for his age, that would... I'm just saying as an 18-year-old, it doesn't make total sense to me that he's acting that way. Again, if he was 13 or 14, it would make a lot more sense for him as a character. Because they're going through like the beginning of their puberty and, oh my god, girls, and wow, a whole new world of Sometimes guys just don't have game. Well... I feel like that's, that's... I'm not trying to shit on the character for you. <laughs> you and I'm though. not trying to shit on you either. That's great if you see yourself in him. Because you're only seeing the good qualities and I'm only seeing the bad oh, qualities. And that's fine. I see the bad fine. qualities, but it's not... You keep saying that he was going to rape her and he was not. It's not a rape scene. It's not even close. It's not even close. I'm not saying that. The fact that he even threw her on the bed and then said, well, why don't you fuck me? You're just... fucking Tanner and why don't you fuck me? You, you're skipping the whole part that makes it not an aggressive. St- I mean, it was an aggressive statement, but it's not a violent statement. You're missing. You're skipping over that part. You're glossing okay. over and picking out the facts of the movie that you. <laughs> oh, my God. It's that different than me with you. Let's agree to disagree. Oh, my Lord. Okay. What else? What else you got? We're never going to talk about one of your favorite movies again. Well, not when you're going to come out and say that it sucked. I didn't say that it sucked. I enjoyed it. I just didn't enjoy those enjoyed parts it, of his character. He was stupid. <laughs> She's too old. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's ridiculous. The... Shut up. I en- Well, yeah. Why you Except mean the whole it. thing fucking sucked. <laughs> I enjoyed it other than that part. You you meet a random woman off the street and then you just offer you tell your dad hi can she live here? They just housed a random woman off the street, babe. Yeah, it's based off of a book and I've read the book, so But this is also the eighties. Times are different back then than they are now. Nobody would ever allow just some freaking random ass twenty one year old female just to live in the house. They don't even know anything about her probably true so for where for the time that the movie is in it is a great movie 
I'm thinking more of in today's times, oh, well, that would never work today. This would never work today. Well, in today's time, he would be canceled. For when the movie was made, it's a great movie. So I won't shit on it in that way. I'm just trying to modernize it in my own head, I think is what's happening. And I have to remember to go into the bar when this movie came out. Yes, we talked about that too. So that was the legal drinking age was eighteen when this movie came out. And I watch more of like modern movies and current, um, current day teen television shows. So it's a lot different for what I'm watching versus your '80s stuff, which is what you love. And that goes back to one of the things that we're going to talk about in a future episode is the fact that. My parents influenced my likes and dislikes in media, so that's why I love the 80s. And that's why I have no issue with anything that happened in the movie. Because the poof mullets. <laughs> the the woman's poof mullets. <laughs> Business in the front, party in the back. I had, I had no issue with anything that happened in that movie, mainly because when I sit down to watch Vision Quest, in my head, I'm becoming a high school senior in 1985. Did you know that he had 6% body fat? Yep. And that the average athlete has 6 to 12% body fat, so he was on the lowest mm-hmm. of the range. And the well, average the... male has 12 to 21%. I looked that up because he could have freaking died. That's the whole crux of the movie. So in wrestling, you wrestle in weight classes, obviously. He's a 195-pound wrestler. He wants to cut down to 168 pounds in two weeks to wrestle the best wrestler in the state, like a guy that's never lost. Yeah. If you've wrestled before, you understand how ridiculous that sounds. And if you understand the human body, thinking that you can just cut 20 pounds off of yourself when you don't really have... In a matter of months. When you don't really have that much extra weight to cut off anyways. It's like just wringing out water weight and all that kind of stuff. So is it unrealistic? No, no, no. It's realistic because I've seen people do it. So just not safe, though? It's definitely not safe. And it's not advocated anymore. You know that rubber suit that he's wearing when he's running and all that kind of stuff? That's banned. You're not allowed to use that in collegiate or His, like, sweatsuit yep. thing? Because people would... Wrestlers, specifically would go and try and cut as much weight as humanly possible after pigging out or getting fat over the weekend after they wrestled and then go into the sauna suit, dehydrate themselves, and die. Well, they actually do that for... They market that towards women now, but it's for waistbands. So they have, like, the sweat things that go around your whole entire stomach. You Mm -hmm. work out, you take it off, and it's like a shower when you take it off. Yeah. So, not really good, but... No, it's... um the 6% body fat stuff. And that's why it just seemed he didn't dangerous. pass out because the girl told him that I love you. He passed out because he was dehydrated. I know, but it's just the moment that it happened. And then he immediately yeah. wakes up and then talks about having a constant erection. Not like, for that girl. For Carla. I know, but it, it was just how it happened. It was just like, okay, then. And then that was also, I want to I, I point this out and I could pretty much quote the movie by heart. So if you're, I don't have the quotes up in front of me and Brie can, vouch for that for our viewers um listeners i know hey i, know. <laughs> I caught it though <laughs> did you Two do seconds that on purpose later. yes i did i don't think about it i was like <laughs> viewers <laughs> yes um he goes miss the woman i woman of my dreams living under my own roof i can't even do anything about it and then miss tannering goes carla he goes she's great she's got all the best things i love about girls and all the best things I love about guys. What did they call the vagina when they were talking about... What What was the word they used for it? Coos. Oh, coos, yeah. Carla's coos? <laughs> I thought that was so stupid. And it then was... the guy's name is Cooch. 
in today's world, everyone would make fun of him because so, I would just call him Coochie. Well, <laughs> that's uh, the movie doesn't explain it, but it, the, that character, that's uh, his nickname. And in the book, he's actually he's like one of the Indians, like one of the natives that lives in Spokane. So oh, but in the, movie, in the movie, he he made him a fake Indian. Indian. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's I love stupid. Cooch. I wish I would have just kept it. But I want to know. So here's a few questions that I have for you. Mm-hmm. Why the hell is the coach wearing a singlet? That Why does he be, need to wear one? That used to be the like wrestling coaches legitimately used to wear those really small singlets with the thin straps and like. Show we saw his your... whole package there. He was wearing a cup, but there was no reason for this old man. To the, be wearing a singlet. The wrestling coaches used to wear polos underneath their wrestling singlets. To yeah, practice. that's what he did. Yeah. He wore a shirt. No, I'm telling you, that is 110% accurate for what would have been happening. Yeah. That's wrong. You, I wrestled long enough. I started wrestling when I was four. I never had an issue with being seen in the singlet. I will say one time, my freshman year of high school, once again, this is a terrible time. Like, freshman year of high school sucked. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> I was in a singlet that was way too small. And if I lifted my arms, you knew what religion I was. And I was wrestling in it, and we went out of the mat, out of the circle, and the referee stops you. And we happen to be, like, spinning around trying to get behind each other. And as we're going, we're a little bit dizzy, and I start, like, wobbling one way. And I notice that I'm wobbling right in front of all of our cheerleaders who are on the side of the mat, knowing that I've literally just exposed myself to... 14 your wiener came out no it, it didn't come out but you could <laughs> the singlet was up <laughs> the singlet was like you gave yourself a camel toe my bad it's moose knuckle for boys by the way do you do you not wear a cup not when you wrestle oh so it's just out there no i wear underwear like compression shorts so everything yeah, stays when, in place when guys wrestle it's just there yeah you, there's a lot in wrestling that you probably so don't want to know. So you guys just know. feel each other's things when you're doing certain moves? You normally don't. Ew! You normally that means it could go in your face sometimes when you're doing certain moves? Depending on how well endowed the wrestler you're facing is, yeah. That's disgusting. I thought you guys were cups for everything. No. That is gnarly. I wore a cup when I caught in, caught in baseball and played third base. Oh my god. I wore a cup... Well, here's the thing. When you're wrestling, you're not grabbing balls. <laughs> it's not like we're... Re- oh, gotcha. <laughs> we're not pulling elephant trunks here. Um, That's gross. I'm a female. I don't know. We don't have to wear any of that. Yeah. No, that, the singlet thing is legitimate. Yeah. That's... Any, <laughs> what are your other... That's just, I don't ever want to talk about this again. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. That's gross. I love wrestling. That's, I know, I know. Um, I don't understand why he almost got assaulted in the hotel room when he was bringing room service. Was that absolutely like detriment to the storyline? I feel book. like, but I feel like that added nothing to the story. It had no relevance. Why did that random freaking man have to try to? Oh no, he did grab his ding dong. Did yeah. What was the point in that? Um. I think it was just a moment of levity. Was it necessary? It wasn't, but I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. If I'm thinking about it in terms of like being a director, I would have put that in before, because the last time that you see Loudon and Cooch is after Loudon pins Cooch for his spot, 
And then the next time that he would see Cooch, like, you have to have some way to make a joke. Otherwise, it's just two guys that hate each other. So you work at that hotel? Yeah, I deliver room service. Oh, you get any girls that way? No, but a guy tried to fill my wad. He actually kind of grabbed it, and then that's how they actually start talking to each other. I see. So I think that might be what it is. It's, I think it's hilarious. So a segue. Did you notice that he got the wrestling shoes from that guy? The red shoes that he wears in the last match are the shoes that the guy who grabbed his, his junk gave him? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah? I did not. Because he says he's... uh. As she's talking about a point in the movie, Loudon works as a hotel room service delivery boy, and he's delivering room service to a specific room. He goes in. This guy's doing Tai Chi. Loudon's trying to figure out how he's going to lose the 16 pounds in 10 days. So he's like, you get a good workout doing Tai Chi? And the guy's like, oh, I'll show you. I'll show you. And you could tell that he's been on the road for way too long. This was over 16 days? Yeah. The whole movie? Pretty much, yeah. It's really, it's like a... They housed this random girl. He took this random girl to go see his grandpa. They fell in love in 10 days? Mm-hmm. Or what did you say, 10 or 16? I forgot. 16 pounds in 10 days. Something oh like that. Oh, my God. It's not as long a timeline as you would have expected. That's a wild ride for 10 days. That's why it's a vision quest. And then I thought the ending was stupid. I wish that. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't give me that face. That's no, listen. <laughs> he didn't let me finish. <laughs> Aw, never mind. Go I don't ahead. want to say it anymore. Go ahead. No, you're sad. No, go ahead. No. <laughs> say it. It was a great ending, and I love this movie very much. And Just I say am what you were going to say about the script. Just say what you're going to say about the ending. I wish they would have made his ending speech a little more put together. I feel like it was a little redundant. What do you mean? I read. Hold on. He said... I thought the ending speech summed up the entire movie perfectly. All he settled for was that we're born to live and then to die. And we have to do it alone and in our own way. I guess that's why we have to love those people who deserve it like there's no tomorrow. Because when you get right down to it, there isn't. I mean, you could have just ended the movie with live like there's no tomorrow. That's not what he's talking about. We all go on our own journeys in life. No, he's saying whatever you love, love it hard. And who gives a shit what anybody else says about it? Because you can love something and if you change that for somebody else, it could be all be gone tomorrow. That's the whole point of that quote. Oh. Like... His well, whole see, now we're talking it through and it makes sense, but when I heard it, it didn't make any... It sounded like he was just talking gibberish. Cooch had it right. This was a vision quest. Yeah, it just But sounded, all I ever settled for is we're born to live and then to die, yes. and each of us have to do it in our own it crazy way. It sounded like yeah. manic rambling to me, and it made no sense. Now that you explain it to me, it is okay. So don't get all grumpy at me. I think the ending was good, like the actual scene. Yeah. The movie was great. I actually liked it. I just thought the actual quote itself was like, you ended the movie and him just like fucking rambling on. How yoked was Shoot, by the way? He did. If you're going to talk about. Yoked. Oh. If you're going to talk about somebody who did not fit being a high school kid, yeah. it was him. You know who he reminds me of? Who? <laughs> um, in Rocky, the. Drago? Yes! Yeah. The, 
<laughs> the blonde steroid man. <laughs> he looks just like him as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Because I looked up, I, for some, it was one day in like high school, I looked up uh, what else that guy had been in, and he was like a killer in an episode of Dexter, and that's about it. He did not have a good career after this movie, which makes sense because he's a dog shit actor. <laughs> you can't well, hold your mud. You're a bleeder, and I like to see blood. <laughs> At least I had Madonna. <laughs> That's Madonna's first film appearance. It had, God, they kept going back to it, though. I was starting to get annoyed. They played it three times. Oh, yeah. I love that song. <laughs> they could have just played it in the bar when she sang it. Yeah. They didn't have to play it the other two times. But how else were you going to know that they were going to f- make love? You had to hear the Madonna, otherwise they couldn't get down. To be fair, I don't think they heard the music. I think that it was a cue for the audience to go, oh. <laughs> oh they're getting into it. Because <laughs> I couldn't tell by the silhouetted sex scene that they totally ripped off from Top Gun. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Top Gun. It's the same. That sex scene you could put, you could like be right watching. If we were on the old 16 millimeter film and how they used to edit movies is they would li- literally cut the pieces of film and put them in the order that they wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. You could cut the piece of film from Vision Quest, that is the sex scene, and you could place it into Top Gun and have the same music that they play in Top Gun over it. Never know. We would not know the difference. Wow. So, it, it was a rip-off. I don't know. The I will say I love the movie because I've seen it way too often. I used to watch it before every single wrestling tournament in in youth wrestling. He was 18, right? Oh, okay. It was it was legal. You gonna let the paint dry there a little bit, or <laughs> did you not notice that the first thing he told her was, "I'm 18, by the way. I turned 18 three days ago." Oh my God! So she barely let the paint dry. Dear Lord, <laughs> the fact that you said this happened over 10 days just makes that worse. She didn't know. She didn't she know did how. She did not let recently. the paint dry. She did not know how recently he turned 18. No. Um, reading the book makes the story a lot. The reading the book helped makes made me understand that they cut a lot out for the movie so as good as the movie is i like the book and i think the book is a little bit more put together that's usually how it goes with movies the point of the book and why the story is being told is because it's his senior thesis so then in the movie when it ends with the still shot of him being carried off the mat and it's the voiceover quote instead of him actually saying it that's the film's nod to the fact that it was a book and it was a the whole project. movie was him just typing just mm, writing out pretty much yeah oh my god mind blown well it was a good movie i actually liked it yeah do you have uh, a rating or do you have any favorite characters on google on rotten tomatoes it got a 55 not as bad as it could have been let's be honest i think it got a 55 i'm sure the audience score is higher than what do you give it, though? Negative 11. Thanks. I'm just kidding. If I if I look at it with my modern, modernized thinking... Sorry, guys, I'm Googling. So it got a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 78% audience score, though. Yeah, that's a lot better. So for people like you. Yeah. You loved it. Um, I don't think it was terrible. I do think some of it is like illogical. And I think overall I'd I'd probably give it a C. I'd give it a seventy. A solid seventy. Well. 
I have seen better movies. It's not the best movie that I've ever seen, but it is my favorite. It's like a comfort thing. I can go back and turn it on. I told you, did you pay attention to the soundtrack like I told you to? Like me with Nacho Libre. It's a really stupid movie. It's not the best cinematic thing you've ever seen. Am I still going to watch it 20 times in a month? Sure, why not? Vision Quest is is not near as goofy as Nacho Libre. But I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, well, and how about the fact that they had to walk into town to catch the bus to go to that one wrestling meet? This bus didn't actually come to the school. I thought that was re- weird. That's the only thing that I don't like. If I was going to nitpick this perfect you movie, you just have to get on Cooch's motorcycle. <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love that motorcycle. Ugh. You're not getting a motorcycle. I will not allow you. Cooch is probably my favorite character. I do not have one. Cooch is my white name. My Indian name is Swift Oak. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even... <laughs> well, the movie is not a name. I ain't no so fucking really Indian. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, Jimmy, I have to ask you the question. Are we all right? I feel like we're all right. Okay. Well, on this episode of Valentine's Day, our Valentine's Day special, I want you to know that I love you dearly. I love you too. I'm sorry I partly shat, sh- shat, sh- shit shat that I shot on your movie. You shit and wiped with my movie, but that's okay. I still liked it. I still love you. Uh, real quickly, before we wrap things up here on the Are We All Right podcast, follow us on social media at AWARpod, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, we have our Gmail open if you want to send in topics for discussion, questions that you have for us, um, anything like that, arewealrightpod at gmail.com. And you can send those out. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor currently. Every Friday morning at 11 a.m. is when the new episodes will post. So if you liked what you heard, if this is your first episode, we appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to come back and check out more of the episodes because these are a lot of fun to record. And uh, we'll continue rolling on. But, yeah, are we all right? We are all right. We're all right.